Okay, today's daf is Psachim daf Gimel. We will go through this as quickly as possible, as it is Friday afternoon. So we left off Yud Beis Amar Beis Amar Rav Ashi. This is about uh, six lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Ashi kimachlekes beidus kach machlekes b'chamet. The same machlekes we have by edus regarding how many hours people make make a mistake. Kach machlekes b'chamet. The same window of ta of making a mistake by chamet as well. The Gemara says pshita. I know hach darmin. That was the Previous daf, so how come Ashmulan? She knew he the Shinin and she knew who all the answers that we said were, were in fact good answers, and therefore Veloitema Tanohi. Don't say it's a machoikas and Tanom that there's a contradiction between the Sugya and Chomets and the Sugya in Eidos and Sanhedrin. All the answers we said were actually good answers, and therefore it's the same machoikas. Amrav Shimi Bar Ashi When do we say that you could make a mistake? That's by hours of the day. If someone says this happened before sunrise, and the other one said it happened after sunrise, Edusan Batela, this obviously would not be Edusan. It wouldn't be good Edus. Someone says, Pshita, of course. How do you mess up before sunrise and after sunrise? What if one said before Nates, before sunrise, and the other one said after sunrise, Edusan Batela? So the Gemara says, of course, two different things. So the Gemara says, They're both saying one thing. Maybe the one of them is making a mistake. It was really before Nates. He thought it was Nates Achama. He thought it was Hanates. And really it was just a glow that happens before sunrise. He saw some, you know, some shining of the sun, but it wasn't really the sun yet. Kamashma know that if you do in fact say it would happen that Nates and the other one said it happened before Nates, that is conflicting uh Eidos, and therefore a dusan bitela. Okay. Amr of Nachman Amarav, Halacha Kravihuda, we pass in the Krav Yehuda, that you do not have to uh, burn chametz yet until the sixth hour, but one cannot eat chametz during the fifth hour. After four hours, after 10 o'clock, one cannot eat chametz. Amr of the Rav Nachman, Venima Malach Krameir, why don't we pass in the Krav Meir, that holds your allowed to eat chametz up until the end of the fifth hour, up until 11 o'clock. This Sassan Lantanak of us, we have a. Uh, a Mishnah that goes with him. It's not with a Mishnah called Shashem Mutalecho. The next parak, this is the opening mission of that parak. Anytime you're allowed to eat, Machil, you're allowed to feed your animal. Meaning, when you're not allowed to eat anymore, then you cannot feed your animal. That goes with a mayor. Rabbi Huda holds that you have an hour extra to feed your animals. So it sounds like Rabbi Meir. So the Gemara says that he left stum. He That's not explicitly going with Rav Meir, Mishim Dekashim Mutter. It says, Shem Mutter Lechot. It's Mutter for someone to eat. Maybe goes to Rav Meir. Rav Meir holds that during the fifth hour, Kahanim could eat and a Yisrael can't eat. So maybe that is that is under the umbrella of Mutter Lechot. Okay, so the verse is Venim Amahalach Rav Meir. Fine, so let's pass on Rav Meir. He is the one who is being Machriya. He's the majority here because this machlekes Rabbi Yudah Rameir. Rabbi Yudah holds you have up until the fifth hour. Rab, Rabbi Meir holds you have up until the sixth hour to eat. Meaning uh, the entire fifth hour. Comes around Rabbi he makes this pshara that food until the fourth hour and truma in, throughout the entire fifth hour. So what do you see from here? He aligns with Rabbi Yehuda regarding the food, and he aligns with Rabbi Meir as well. So halacha should be like Rabbi Gamliel. Amalei, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi he was saying his own pshat. He wasn't coming to to make a to make a, uh, a pshara here. He was saying his own halacha. 
that a person should not get rid of truma so early. Give yourself extra time to eat the truma. And therefore, he was saying his own thing, not trying to, you know, make up shara between Abihudah and Meiri. But same with Rav Damer Kaitana. Rav goes with this with this Mishnah. The Tanya we went to Nebraisa. Our boss is Chalis B'Shabbos Mevarin Asakuma Fnei Shabbos. So this year, Erev Shabbos falls out on. I'm sorry, Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos. So you have to get rid of your chametz before Shabbos. For certain truma, tmeis tluyos taharis. You burn all types of chametz truma. Tamei tluyos, meaning we're not sure if they're they're tamei or not taharis. Umeshayrim and ataris mazon shesu this. So you you leave over leftover tahar or chametz for Muslims should they this for two meals? The place can talk about what about shalosh of this? You cannot eat shalosh of this this year. Erev Pesach the falls down on Shabbos. You cannot eat a meal in the afternoon because you can't eat matzah. You can't eat matzah on on, on Erev Pesach. You can't eat chametz is after the zman. So what do you do? So some people you know wash early. Various different things. What to do? Brought down in the Mishabura and others. In Hilchos Pesach. Fine. Either way, you leave over two sudas. Can you lechel adar b'shoyes in order to eat before ten o'clock? Rabbi Lazar ben Yehuda Ishbar Toisa. This is the sheet of Rabbi Lazar ben Yehuda Ishbar Toisa. Shem Rishon Abishua, who said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua. Amrulai the Chum said to him, Tahar is leisarfu. Why would you burn Tahar Truma? Why don't burn it Erev Shabbos? Shem Yimtzu lehen oichlin. Maybe people Kahanim will come and they'll be able to eat it. Amrulai the Chum big shuv lemat. So we looked around. They said, Kain, Kain, nobody's here. So the Gemara says, Amrulai. Maybe people will come from outside the wall of the city, and we didn't see them. They're going to come tomorrow, early Shabbos morning. They're going to want truma danishes. Okay, don't burn the ones that we're not sure about their status. Why? He's going to come, uh, and he's going to tell us that these things are tar. So we have this in in, in, uh, in Shabbos. I think that peches. We have a haftocha. It's going to be a tircha. People are busy with their Shabbos preparations. And uh, we know Eliyahu is going to come. Last is Shalom Ba'alam. It's not going to be so much Shalom. And if he comes, Arab Shabbos. And therefore, there is no concern. Meaning, even though we should pass like Rabbi Lazar ben Yehuda, that he holds, you're not allowed to eat chametz. Uh... Uh, you know, after the fourth hour, so you pass in like Rabbi Yehuda. So you have a mission that goes like Rabbi Yehuda. So I'm wrap up. Oh, we're talking about is the Rabbi Lazar's opinion that you're allowed to burn chametz that is truma even before Shabbos begins, and we're not concerned that someone's going to come on Shabbos. A kain's going to come. You pass and you could burn it even erev. Pesach or Arab Shabbos. Vav Rebbe several other Rav Nachman. Rebbe holds a Rav Nachman. Number Ravin by Rav Adam. Meisav by the Mechash Hikpid Disaka Malei Chametz Itz Yochner Chakukai. There was a certain individual who made a pikadon. He deposited with Yochner Chakuka. He gave him to watch. He gave him a a saddle or a uh, yeah a, a, a bag full of chametz. Okay. So, so Yochanan Chakukai has chametz that he's watching for someone else. So, the Arab Pesach comes in, and the mice are, or the raccoons are busy eating his, uh, his garbage, his chametz, and the chametz is coming out. Rabbi and he said, "What should I do?" Shabbos Shalom Aleichem Hamtin. Wait, Shni Arm Aleichem Hamtin. Shlishi Shalom Aleichem Hamtin. Vias Arm Aleichem Hamtin. Chamish Arm Aleichem Say Yomer Chabashuk. At the fifth hour, he says, "Oh, now at this point, it's already Arab Pesach. The fifth hour, they have nothing to do with anymore. Go sell it. What's going on? On one hand, you're not. We're going to see. You're not supposed to sell a pikadain. If someone gave you something to watch, you can't just sell it." There's a concept of Adam Reutzel You can't just sell someone's, you know, hat or someone's uh, suit. He told you to watch it for me. I giving him cash, and he doesn't care. He wants his thing. So wait until the last possible moment to, to that maybe he'll come back. If you have no choice, you should sell it. Okay. So my love and 
sell chametz to Nachrim at the fifth hour, and obviously we go like Rabbi Yehuda that holds after the fourth hour you cannot eat chametz. Yisrael, it means to sell it to a Yisrael Kremeir, and really in the fifth hour even a yid could eat. So you can sell this chametz even to a yid. Freight the Gemara Malei Abayi Yisrael if you like to sell it to a Jew at that time. Nishkalele Nafshe. Why couldn't? This person, Yechenu Chakokai, eat the chametz himself, so the or sell it or buy it himself. So the Gemara says, "Mishim Chashad." There's a concept of Chashad. The Tanya learned in a Brisa. So the pasuk tells us, "V'yisim Nikim Yashem Meisrael." A person has to be clean from God and from Yisrael. A person has has to avoid scenarios where people will suspect you of doing something wrong. The Tanya learned in a Brisa. We have some extreme examples. Gabet Tzedaka, Shein Lehem Aniim Lechalik. So Gabet Tzedaka doesn't have any Aniim. Uh, Baruch Hashem, everybody's doing well, but he has thousands of dollars of Tzedaka to give out. So part in Lacherim. So you don't want to have all these coins. You'd rather get a a, a silver coin or a gold coin. So you, if you want to change it, you have to. Do the change with someone else. They ain't part in the Atzman. You can't take the loose change and put a hundred dollar bill there. Why? Because people are going to suspect you that you fudged the numbers. Gabay Tamchoy, the community, Tamchoy was like the community fund. Everyone in the community is doing well. So, they can sell the food to other people. They cannot buy it themselves. And therefore, Yechen Chakokai didn't want to be paid there. The Chametz himself, because people are going to say, ah, hey, he got a good deal. He's only paying 70 cents on the dollar. And people are going to suspect that there's something fishy going on. Okay, so just by the way, Rav Ashwais has a beautiful vart. If you look in Masech uh, Tashkalim, the Mishnah tells us on this Pesach, Vizim Nikim, Hashem Yisrael, that when they would count the Shkalim, the person who counting the, the money would not be able to walk in with, you know, cuffs on his pants and pockets, not even Tefillin Shalroish, because he might hide some coins in Tefillin Shalroish. Now, how many coins are you going to hide there already? And it's so unlikely. But Rav Asher says that when a person is dealing with community funds, when you're dealing with other people's money, you have to go out of your way to make sure that they will never be able to suspect you of anything. So no pockets, no hems, no, uh, you know, got to be very careful when you are involved in community funds. Okay, so either way, your shot doesn't make any sense because we heard what happened. He said, you told us actually, you told us that after the, during the fifth hour, we can no longer sell it to Jews, we can only sell it to Nachrim, so obviously you are paskening like Rabbi Yehuda, like Rabbi Yehuda, that Hametz only mutter to eat up until the fourth hour, up until the end of the fourth hour, which is 10 o'clock. Who does the following Psak of Rebbe go like corruption. Ben Gamliel, the Tanan Hamavkid Peres Itzachaveroi. I'm sorry. Kamaz Hashemaita the Rebbe. This sheet of Rebbe that we just said that you're allowed to sell uh, your friend's thing. It goes like Rebbe Shimon Gamliel, the Tanan Hamavkid Peres Itzachaveroi. So let's say someone leaves his fruit next to you. Please watch my fruit. So Afilu Hena Vudin. They're getting spoiled. It's, uh, it's no, they, you know, he didn't come pick it up. Don't touch it. Don't sell it. You have an obligation of a Shavas If you leave, again, imagine you pick up a box of food for someone, and they tell you, I'm going to come pick it up. They don't show up. If I leave it outside, it's going to get ruined. So let me sell it, at least. They're not coming. Let me sell it. So Rebbe holds you are allowed to sell it. So it seems like... That's 
when you're not really losing too much. And even he agrees that if it's going to really lose significant value, it's going to spoil, of course you are allowed to sell the Koshi and Hakha, the Hapsi, the Lagamri. So everyone agrees. Maybe Rabbi doesn't hold like a Shingamil. Maybe he holds it the Tanakama, but everybody would agree in our case, where it's totally going to get ruined, then you are allowed to sell it in Bezin with even without the owner's permission. This does come up in Kashra scenarios. Question uh, regarding Chametz or Afash's Chala. Can we do Afrashas Chala for a Jewish-owned bakery without their permission? On one hand, you're getting rid of their things. On the other hand, well, we're saving them. We're saving them from what would be non-kosher, or let's say Pesach. Can I sell someone's chametz for them? I have a friend. He owns a liquor store. He doesn't want to sell his chametz. Can I sell his chametz? So there might be worse. He explicitly said, don't sell it. But let's see, he didn't say anything. So this discussion is found in the uh, Yitzhak HaChanan Specter and his Chuvas Ber Yitzhak. I think it's Halek Be- it's, uh, I think it's Simon Bays, actually. So uh, interesting conversation, interesting discussion regarding selling chametz or doing something without the owner's permission. Next. So back to our Mishnah. The Mishnah said there was a way to tell when the Zman was. You would look at the base of Mikdash and you would see what was going on. There's that they used to have t- two chalos of taida were on the bench by the Harabayas. And when they took off one, you knew that it's Thailand. When they took off two, you knew you can no longer eat chametz. Everybody started burning. Tani, tani, chametz, Rabbi Yehuda. Al-Gaba was on top of the bench meaning on the seat of the bench. Why would you hide in them? Why would it be on the bottom of the bench to be on top of the bench? Meaning the bench had like a covering on top. Like imagine your uh, stadium seats, like bleachers where you had the roof. So shouldn't they put it on top? So they put it on the roof of the itztava, the roof of the bench so that everybody could see it. That Harabayas had double row of benches uh, surrounding it. Tani nami hachi harabai stuff kafloi rabbi daimer is tavanis hoisin the grace used to call it a storefront stuff a fnim stuff we had a bench within the other bench we had this in erevin and shabbos the tzidei rishos arabim you had the stuff the fnim the fnim stuff where the the sellers the people that were selling their wares would sit outside on the bench and try to peddle their their hats and their uh, things so that was two rows of benches okay then the mishnah said they had two puzzle. Chalos of Taida, Psulis. The Gemara says, my Psulis, why are they Psulis? There were many Taidas brought on the 13th day of Nisan. And if Salos Belina, they would be Psulis by being left overnight. Let's just give a little background. So a carbon Taida is typically, is, is under the category of Kachim Kalim. You should really have the day, the night, and the next day to be able to eat it. But because you want people to publicize the Nase, the Parsumi Nisa, you brought a Taida uh, if you, you know, survive something sick, there's different things you, you, that there are dalits, four different things that you survived. You would bring a taida as a thank you to Kaddish Baruch Today we uh, bench goimel instead as a zecher to that. So you wanted to publicize the miracle and therefore you'd have to have this big feast that night. The next morning it's already puzzle mishum lina. So if you go back historically, when did people bring their karbanis? When they went to be, when they went up to to be on the regal, they would bring their karbanis. Everyone's up there for the Pesach season, and they all want to bring taidas. The problem is you cannot bring a taida on Arab Pesach. We're going to see why. And since you cannot bring a carbon taida Arab Pesach, they would bring a taida on the thirteenth day of Nisan. The problem is every taida comes with forty loaves of bread. Thirty of those loaves were matzah. Ten were chametz. And you can't have chametz, right? So what are you going to do with all this bread? Especially if everyone's bringing it at the same time. You have every single person's making a siyam. Every person's making a taida of party. You're going to have a lot of chalas in Yerushalayim. It makes sense you would have 
psulos of a chalos toida. Okay, the Tanah Lutan Abayis, the Imbavian toida, Chagamatzas, you can't bring a carbon toida, and Chagamatzas, and the Chamet Shabbat, because ten of those loaves are Chamet, and by the way, the Ramah says that's what we don't say, Mizmer Lasoida, and Chalamoid, Pesach, Sigmar says Pshita, Amram Adabar, Ahavach, Abba Asraskina, and talking about the 14th day of Nisan, even Erev Pesach, and the Ramah Taka holds, you don't say, Mizmer Lasaida on Erev Pesach because you were not allowed to bring the carbon toida. By the way, the Machaber holds you do say it because this, we're not saying Mizmer Lasaida based on the toida. We're saying Mizmer Lasaida because the Medrash tells us that Kol Hashirim Asidais Livatel Chutzmi Mizmer Lasaida that there's a special, unique Zmira Zemer in Mizmer Lasaida, and therefore we say it every day. Nothing to do with the carbon toida. So why, in fact, can I not bring a carbon taida erev Pesach? I'll do an early morning siyum. Uh, I'll do an early morning taida. So I'm Rabbi Adar Barahavach, Rabbi Sinatkin, and Vikasar. I'm even catching the base of Since I'm not, I don't have the maximum hours that I'm able to eat it. So it's called Mevim Kachim the base of And therefore, you should not bring a carbon taida erev Pesach where you don't have the typical time to consume the chalas. This also comes up Erev and Kippur, and there are those that don't say Mizmer Lasaida on Erev and Kippur as well, because you could not have brought a carbon taida. Now, everyone's bringing the carbon taida on the 13th, and they actually have so many people bringing their chalas, Nifzalais, Belina, their puzzle, Mishum, Lina, and that's how you had puzzle chalas that you could use in the base Hamikdash and be able to show, you know, the time by putting one bread and two breads and doing that. Okay, Mishum, Abiyami, Amro, different shot. Kishere, I can even find you a case where the chalas this were kosher, doesn't have to be They didn't shecht the carbon on for this animal. So of a Why don't you shecht and shecht this animal? Not now. Do it after Yantif. Why do you have to use these chalas now? So they lost the animal. So bring another animal. You pointed at an animal, and you said, this is the taida, and you pointed at these bread, and you said, this is the bread. In a typical case, if, I'm sorry, in, in, a, in a classic example, where you said, I'm bringing these bread as a taida, so then it has kedushas dam. Until you shech the carbon, this bread is not yet kaddish. There's a monetary part of it is kaddish, and therefore, if you want, you could redeem it, but the bread itself is not kaddish. However, if you said, zu taida v'zu lachma, then you connected the bread with that animal. So, if you lost the bread in the situation where you said it's lachma, you have to bring uh, another bread. However, of the taida, if you lost the taida in the vien taida cheres, you do not bring another taida. My time lechem galal taida. The bread is is uh, is brought because of the taida. Vein taida galal lechem, and taida is not brought because of the lechem. You're not chayiv to bring uh, based on this bread. You have to do a new one. So, you this bread can never be used for another taida. So, you might as well use it as your clock. But if for kinu v'naf kinu lechulon, okay, why don't you just redeem it? Um, so you're right. If you didn't shecht yet, it's only Kedushas Damim. You should be able to redeem it. So it must be you did shecht it. And Venishba Chadam. They spilled the blood. They didn't do the Zrika. They lost the blood. So therefore, the bread is never going to be eaten. Keman, Kerebi, Dama, Rebbe, Shnei, Dvar, Matir, Ma'alan, Zeb, there are two things that can, you know, make something kaddish. Tanya, kifseat saras. You have uh, two lambs that were brought on shvuas. That they only make the lechem, the shteir lechem that were brought on shvuas. They're only brought 
they only become Kaddish through Shechita. Ketzad, Shechatan Lishma, and Vazarak Daman Lishma. If you Shechatan Lishma, and you did the Zerika Lishma, Kiddush Alechem, then the bread, the Shechatan for Shavuos becomes Kaddish. Shechatan Lishma, and Vazarak Daman Lishma, and like Kiddush Alechem. If you did both wrong, there's no Kiddush here. Shechatan Lishma, and Vazarak Daman Lishma, what if you only did one? So then Lechem Kaddish, Shvein Kaddish. So it's it's in between. Divi Rebbe. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Kaddish, Halechem, Ache Yishchait, Lishma, and Vizak Daman Lishma, you have to do both. So Rabbi Yana is going with Rebbe. That if you you could have the the lachme taida could become kaddish, even though it's missing part of the avayda just by the shrita, not with the zrika. Okay, so the says the filu tamo rebbe lazer crap shimon and not like uh, and not like rebbe. So hachem I seen a gunch in the skabel hadam a kais finishbach. You took blood of the taida and then it spilled. Rebbe lazer shimon zarvale kavua adam a kolayim and lizrei kizarut. I mean, I don't actually have to pour it on the mizbeach as long as I had it in my hand. That's already enough that I was already involved in the zrika and the lechem should become. Kaddish at that point. Okay, so either way, we tried to figure out how you would have lechem that you would use in the base of Middash. Either you had the lachme tadi that were puzzle, or you had lechem that just was nishtahin nishtahar, it was semi Kaddish, you can't replace it, you can't bring it with another carbon. Either way, that's how you figure out the two breads that were put, two loaves of bread that were put on the istava in the base of Middash. Okay, Tana Mishurim Belazar, Amma Kesheris Hayo, Kozman Shimonachas, Kalam Eichlin, that they were kasher. Anytime they were left on the pavilion, on the, I'm sorry, on the bench, Kalam Eichlin, Nala Nitla Achsman, one of them was removed, so then Tailin, then the Chametz can no longer be eaten, but it doesn't have to be burnt yet. Nitlushte, when you realize that they took off both loaves, and everyone started burning their chametz. Tanya Abashal Eimer, that it wasn't breads, it wasn't lechem, lechma, all these different things. Rather, were shtei paris ha'yacharshus b'hara mishcha. By harazesim, they had, which is har mishcha, they had two oxen that were plowing. Kozman just in harshus when both of them were plowing, kolam eichlin. They tell us, achas, and one of them stopped toiling. Everybody knows you can no longer eat, but you didn't have to burn your chametz. When both the oxen are no longer, you know, plowing, everyone begins burning their chametz. Okay, have a wonderful Shabbos. The next daf, daf yadalad, uh, over the next few daf, the next week is one of the hardest sugis in Shas. So uh, if you could do the next uh, few daf and until daf chafalif, you could you could do Shas. So uh, hang tight, and we'll get through this together. Have a wonderful Shabbos.